Hey, real quick, guys. I don't know if you know this, but each week I put together an exclusive newsletter for our subscribers that covers things like uh, entrepreneurship, investing, wealth building, productivity, and personal development. Also, you get some pretty cool behind-the-scenes content that the rest of the world just will never get to see. So if you're interested in joining us, get over to beyondtheapex.com slash newsletter to join the tens of thousands of other subscribers getting their weekly five to thrive. All right, let's get into the show. So it was about like a year, maybe two years ago, I started getting into biographies, started reading a lot, a lot of biographies and just different histories of businesses, of different countries, of world events. And I kind of got off the the treadmill of business books, self-development books, fiction. um, And I just started finding a lot of enjoyment reading about the lives of like these really remarkable people. And in that time, I've read a lot of really cool biographies of really amazing people. And most recently, I just finished the book on Steve Jobs. And I never really, I've never been an Apple fanboy. Like I've been Microsoft my entire life. And in, in many cases, I've been very vocal vocal against Apple because I think um, the whole way that they built their ecosystem in terms of like making it very, very sticky and hard to get out of is both great from a business perspective for them, but then also I think it, it makes it very difficult for the consumers to have like freedom of, of choice and freedom of like their own um, data and what they want to do with it. All that's to say, like I have never been very deep into the Apple world and I, I don't play with the products. And so reading about Steve Jobs was interesting because he really wasn't a hero of mine in any kind of meaningful way, which I think for a lot of entrepreneurs, maybe the exception in the sense that like a lot of people read about uh, Steve Jobs and like his his life and then they want to go emulate that. And um, there's a lot of hero worship that goes on there. I never had that. I have other people that I look up to, but Steve Jobs really wasn't, wasn't one of those things for me. But as, and so maybe what it was, and so maybe as I'm reading this biography, I was struck by like the idea that, um, when we when we meet these people that we look up to or that have like all this fanfare, all this celebrity, all this hype, they've done big things, whether that's, you know, Steve Jobs, Elon Musk, Bill Gates, uh, Rockefeller, uh, Roosevelt, uh, Lincoln, like all these people that you read about and you, they get put up on this pedestal as having done these incredible things. It's very easy to fall into like this hero worship mentality where it's like, they succeeded. You know, the fact that Steve Jobs created the iPhone, the iPad, the iMac, and like revolutionized the way that we interface with our phones, with computers, with one another. Like he, he really did fundamentally like de- design and develop products that changed the fabric of human uh, society. And that's, that's incredible. And so we look to that and we think like that person's got it figured out. Like that's something to emulate, to strive for. But as you, as I read about Steve Jobs in particular, I was really struck by the fact that the problem with our heroes is often that there are heroes because they are extreme in at, most likely at one domain. They're very, very extreme on one particular skill set or personality trait or attribute. And because they're so extreme on that, they're able to become the best at it. And we tend to look at the best and think like the best is the best. That's, that's something admirable. But the problem is to be the best at any one thing, it means that you have to be very out of balance in every other aspect of your life. To be an Olympic champion, you have to pretty much forego everything else that would pull you away from that ideal, that goal. Because if you don't do that, then somebody else who has like similar attributes and capabilities and resources, they will make that sacrifice and they will win. 
And it's the same in business with Steve Jobs. He over-indexed on certain attributes that then we look to and say like, man, what would it be like to be like Steve Jobs or to be like Elon Musk? And we kind of look up to these people. But then when you start to read their biographies, start to unpack their lives a little, you see just how fucked up it is in so many ways where you would not want to, most people, (laughs) most of us would not want to trade places with that. Like you would not want Steve Jobs' relationships with his friends, with his family, with his, his, uh, the world. Like he, from what I can tell, was not a, not a nice person and he didn't live in a nice, (laughs) nice way, whatever that, that really means. I'm putting like, uh, value judgments here and I don't think that's necessarily the right way to go, but I'm just, I'm struck by like Elon is a similar one. I'm reading his biography at the moment and these people, what makes them the best is that they are willing to sacrifice literally everything else in their life on the altar of that thing that they want to be the best at. And if that's you, fantastic, good, you do you. But for the rest of the people out there, and let's let 99.99% of people that don't want to be the best, and they will never be the best because they don't they don't really have that obsessive mindset towards that thing. And so it's not ever going to be in the cards for them. Um, just recognize that these people that we put up on these pedestals, um, they're great at that thing, but they're maybe not worthy. They're not something that we should try to emulate in all different aspects of their life. And the person who is like well-balanced and like well-adjusted in all different areas, they they don't really make the news. They don't really stand out. So we don't see those case studies, but I think that's a much more enjoyable path forward rather than trying to be the best. Like this is something I've personally wrestled with in when I was younger and I have a lot of ego. I still do is um, this idea of being the best. And one of the things that I had to change in my approach was to realize that being the best really wasn't ever going to be in the cards for me. Like there was no one thing that I could over-index on and really realistically become the best at because I'm not willing to sacrifice everything else in my life to, to have that thing. I'm not willing to pay those costs. Um, so the, the goal had to shift from being the best to just being better. And the beautiful thing about better is that there is no finish line there. You can always be pursuing it. And the only thing that you're trying to be better than isn't somebody else, but it's yourself, who you were yesterday. And that gives you something to measure progress against. And I think progress at the end of the day is like the the key to a life of fulfillment. If you can continually wake up every day and feel like you're moving towards something with meaning and purpose and passion, I think that's what um, we should look to, to emulate in our lives. And a lot of these people that, end up living a life worthy of having a biography written about them, like you probably don't want their existence. So take it with a grain of salt and like, just be careful with the hero worship. Um, myself included. Like if you're watching this podcast, you've been watching my videos, you consume my content, like do not put me up on a pedestal either because there's certain things in my life that you maybe wouldn't want to make the, the trade off for. So just get very clear about like, what does winning your life look like? What does success look like? Define it for yourself. And a great way to do this, I was listening to my buddy Saul Hill talk about it, is to imagine your 80-year-old self and like, what does that person, like what's a perfect day look like for him? And he's like, you know, for me, it's like sitting on the porch, my wife is next to me, our kids are in their yard and like, our grandkids are in the yard and people are coming over to have a big dinner with me. And he's like, cool, I've got to work backwards from that then. What do I need to do to have my wife still love me and want to be there with me? Well, I have to be a great father. I have to be a great husband. I have to be a person worthy of being around. What do I have to do to have my kids want to come and hang out with me? Well, I need to be present now. And like working backwards from that desired end state and then figuring out what do you need to take as a, as a next step? I think that's the way to go forward. Um, but I was just thinking about this because I read a lot of biographies and I just finished up that Steve Jobs book and it just really hit me. I was like, man, I do not want to, I would never have wanted to be Steve Jobs. Even if that, you know, he, I, 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 some sacrifices just aren't worth it. So 
be careful of what you're of what you're you're sacrificing. Be conscious of the prices that you're paying. And if you are willing to pay that price, pay it by all means, do it. But if you're not, then don't pay prices that are going to win you prizes you don't want in the end anyway. So just be cognizant of that. That's going to do it for me, guys. I appreciate you as always. I'll catch you back around these parts tomorrow. But until then, stay hyper-focused, my friends. Hey, real quick, guys. You already know I don't run any ads on this because I want to keep it like a really awesome listening experience for you. But I do have an ask. I'd love it if you could just help me spread the word so we can help more entrepreneurs, creatives, and High performers just make more money with less stress and more fulfillment. So the best way that you can help me do that is by reading, reviewing, and sharing this podcast. Like the single thing I ask of you is please just take 10 seconds to drop a review. Seriously, it would, it would mean the world to me. And more importantly, it may just help change somebody's life. So thank you. And let's get to the show.